0: live but how fast is he coming it's a little bit disturbing how much this man comes his name in the corner we have Michael Garza he's the financial boy wonder he's ready to teach you everything you need to know and he's coming to you live and he's coming out the gates right now can you handle it are you ready for it boys and girls ladies and gents it's time for Michael Garza he's ready for you Get that jizz ready. Get that jizz ready. You better teach you finance, baby. All right, everybody, welcome to the show. Welcome, welcome, welcome. As always, I want to do a show about different concepts in the stock market, different mathematical models, even if I, if possible. So, the way I play the market, I always start out with a premise. So I start out with some sort of thesis. This is how, and I, I come up with a lot of different imaginative results well before I know exactly how the, out, uh, you know, how the process works. You know, I guess you could call it a vision. You know, you, you have a vision and you just try to work with it, right? That's how everything starts. So my thesis is very simple. Can you play both sides of the market effectively. And if you can, how do you do this? So, it all started with kind of that question. And I started really dabbling and coming up with different things. I got in my notepads and my thesis took a lot of time. Well, first off, the the amount of work I put into the, the, the it didn't take as long as I thought it was because I, I just had kind of this vision and I, had, I was kind of able to dissect the vision and really get to the bottom of it. So what I did, what I found out was very, very simple. you're going to love this. I was actually kind of shocked about this. So when you play both sides of the market, it's best to play with a volatility index. Because one, you don't really want to short the market. I think shorting the market's kind of too dangerous. You know what I mean? Let's say it went up by infinity and it just kept going up and up and up. Well, that's you'd eventually have to close out your position at a loss. Um, But I will say this, though. When you bet against the market without shorting it, you do run into some advantages when you're playing with what's called an ETF, exchange-traded fund. Exchange-traded fund that runs in the inverse of the S&P 500 can be very, very handy, and here's why because this will allow you to play both sides. And let me go into the whole idea on how this works, because it's simple, but it's not. Because there, there are so many ways, and this is, by the way, this, this video is for my girlfriend, and I want her to really know, because she's asked me, well, how do you get these gains, how do you do these things, and why don't you teach me? And truth is, there's plenty of ways it can go wrong. Starting out, trust me, there are plenty of ways it can go wrong, and you have to have you really have to have the stomach for volatility. You have to. Um, so uh, first part is a little bit of luck. Your 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 risk though is is actually not that bad with starting out. Your risk isn't that bad. So if you do lose, you don't lose a whole shit time. But if you do win, you do get a lot. So it's pretty nice. So my premise is I play both sides. But it cannot be done all at once. It has to be done slowly over time. This is the thing. So why am I able to do this and not a lot of other people are able to? One, I don't think people realize the advantage of no commission trading in this scenario. No commission trading allows me to just get one share at a time, each day at a time, or maybe two if I feel like I want to. I could buy on a one share basis, which gives me a huge advantage that people don't really actually see. So how do I use this advantage? Like, what do I do? Okay, it's super simple. First, I buy shares in the UVXY, right? Just shares. Because my premise is what? I think the market will probably crash, but I want to be able to play both sides of this coin. Also, this works really well when the market is on the verge of a collapse, which is great because it is. The market is on the verge of a real, real-timey collapse. and. um if you don't believe me, look at the data. All the data proves that if you see the S&P 500 going up, it is a flop. It's not really going to keep going up. And <laughs> truth be told, we're we're in a frothy market. The U.S. government's close to defaulting and uh, being shut down for a while. The, the things are not looking good. And if you think the market's going to keep going up, you might be right. Uh, because first off, we keep printing money, so inflation does keep stocks as a pretty fairly inflation-proof asset, but at the same time, supply chains are running thin, there's no workers, production is not going very well, so I can see the economy crashing. I can see earnings reports being really shitty coming up. So so what I do, on one hand, I buy the UVXY, right? That's how I do it. That's how I roll. So one hand, UVXY, Great. Alright, so, it's nice that I got the UVXY, but what else, you know, do I have to play anything else? No, I'm playing the same, I'm just going with UVXY, that's all I'm doing right now, right? So, what's my other thesis, what's my other theory? Okay, so beyond this, how do I play the other side of the coin? Right? I've played one side. I've played the pessimistic side by buying the UVXY shares. When I buy those UVXY shares, I'm being a pessimist in saying, the market's going to crash. Hmm. The market will crash. It will go down in history. It's the greatest crash of all time. No. Um, so, no, my whole, my whole thought process is I'm going to bet against the market. Buying, when you buy the UVXY shares, you are essentially betting against the the actual stock market, which is great. When you bet against the UVXY, you're actually betting that the market's going to do pretty well. And so here's how you bet against the UVXY, right? You buy some put options. Long term, and I cannot emphasize this enough, long term term you got to make sure these are like eight nine months out and you want to make sure that the strike price which is going to always be labeled on the contract no matter what just to let you guys know you'll see the strike price it'll say twenty dollars it'll say nineteen it'll say eighteen you want to make sure that the strike price is right below the current share price in this instance we're just going to say the share price is twenty dollars per share for the uvxy and all these examples so this to keep the math consistent. All right. So in this example, $20 per share. Good, 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 good. So we got $20 right there. Now, when I buy the put option, what am I going to do? What's the price going to be? What 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 strike price do I want if it's $20? If it's $20 per share right now, what strike price do I want? Well, I want it to be under, right? Because I don't want to pay a whole bunch of money. Because you have to pay higher premiums when... um when it's within the strike price. So for example, if, if it's $20 now and I bought a $25, uh strike price put contract, the premium that I'm going to have to pay just to get that contract is going to be really, really high. It's going to be a lot higher, but I also could do something different. I could pay a lower premium to get something that's maybe about mm, $3, $2 below the current share price. So what if I tried to find something different? What if I tried to go instead of, since it's $20 per share right now, what if I tried to go for, uh, to go for the put contract that has a $15 strike price? I'm going to have, I get to pay way less money. Some amount of money I have to fork out for that contract is going to be so low. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be nice. So that'll be good. I, to, I could play a lesser premium, which means I'm risking less money. And there's also a chance that I'll be in the money, a higher chance if it's a long-term put contract, right? Okay, cool. Now, I want to let everybody know the UVXY is a decaying product. So if you do bet against it, you're actually, you have the advantage when you bet against it by getting put contracts, but the premiums for these put contracts are somewhat high. Please keep that in mind. Um, I... You have to be willing to pay a bit of a premium for these. This is why I say this strategy is not for everybody. This requires, This requires. first off, the first requirement is that you always have money in your brokerage account. That's the first requirement to make this work, to get the starting race, right? Now, remember, this doesn't happen overnight. This took me about three months to construct, and luckily, it doesn't take long. It's not. It's, it's pretty tough to destruct once you have the rhythm down, once you have the formula. So every time the UVXY went down, so let's just say I started out, I can't remember how I started out exactly, but I remember I had a decent amount of put contracts and I had a decent amount of shares. Just, you know, let's just say, let's keep the math simple though. And let's say I started out with one put contract, which I could have, it's probably how it started out if I remember correctly. One put contract and then I bought, uh, I bought five shares, right? And let's say it it was $20 a share when I bought it. It wasn't, but let's say it was, right? We're going to do a timeline. it with me through this timeline. So day one, all right? Day one, I bought five shares. Cool. And also on the same day, I bought a put contract. Sweet. <clears throat> day two. All right. So share price was $20 yesterday. And let's say the share price went down, right? Let's say it went down by, ugh, I don't know we'll just keep the math simple so it went down to $19 cool um, it's closer to the strike price of my put contracts if you really want to live dangerously you could just get a strike price for a put contract right at the actual dollar amount of what the share price is but it would be a little more spendy but yeah anyway it goes down it's closer to the strike price of your put contract so what do you do then it's it's all about it's all about responding to the result of the market. I'll give you an example. When the market... Wait, wait, sorry. It's all about responding to what the UVXY does. You're not trying to predict what the UVXY does. You're just trying to respond accurately to what it does. Does that make sense? I hope it does. So day two, UVXY goes down to $19. Great. All right, I've already got like five shares. I got my one put contract. Cool. I don't need to buy any more put contracts. I'm fine. I'm going to buy one more share today because it's lower today. Nice. So that means I get to buy it a little bit lower. So now I got a total of six shares and I still got my one put contract, right? Okay. Um, Usually though, I do like to buy more than one put contract just to let you know, you'd probably be better off just buying like five put contracts because chances are the will decay anyway, but you still want to have a decent amount of shares sitting in your arsenal because if the market crashes, you want to make sure you're taking full head-on advantage of this because it's it's a it's a good way to take advantage of something here. Okay, now continuing on. But we're doing the lower numbers for simple math. I still think you should have a decent amount of put contracts just because it is a decaying product and you're more likely to gain a profit from long-term put put options just as a heads up. So that's a helpful hit, but you will have to pay a decent premium for these. That's the only downfall. And like I said, it just takes patience. I didn't, uh, t- truth be told, sure. The, the reward is a lot higher over time the way I play it, but as I'm playing it like a hedge fund, uh, but truth be told, you could, you could model my exact behaviors just by buying the S and P 500 and then, you know. <laughs> selling some of it on a high and selling some of it on a low I mean sorry selling it on a high and then buying more on a low, you could really do the same thing and just keeping a lot of cash on hand but instead i wanted to I wanted to play both sides of the market in a way that i don't know it's probably been done before, but it's not very public i've never seen this strategy advertised, and i don't think it ever will be but like I said, this one was dead this one's dedicated to my girlfriend and anybody crazy enough to try what I do what i'm doing is can I just want to let you guys know what I am doing is a madman strategy, but it does work, but I'm not a financial advisor and there are millions of ways that it can go wrong if you don't do it right. And I, I just don't want to be responsible for people's financial ruin is really the truth. I do not want to be responsible for people's financial ruin. And at the end of the day, I just want to help people, you know, that's why I recommend just get index funds, right. And keep a lot of cash on hand but 30% of whatever cash is in your brokerage account is right into an S and P 500 index fund. Keep 70% cash on hand because the market will crash. And when the market does crash, you're going to want to buy some of the S and P 500 index funds. They're really great. They're really awesome. So like when that 2% dip happened, you could have bought another share of the VOO, you know, Vanguard in uh, the Vanguard uh, S and P 500 index fund, you know, and I'm really trying to help out. Truth be told, I just really want to help everybody out. And this is why I'm giving away all my advice for free 24-7. All right, let's continue. So day two, we bought one share. All right, day three. Let's say it went down to $18. What are we gonna do? Okay, I want to buy another share. I want to buy another share of this shit. It's getting closer to my strike price. Nice. All right, cool. Oh, yeah, next day, day four. Huh. It just suddenly went up to $19. There was a dip in the market. Wow. So it's at $19. Cool, cool. So what do I do? I sell one share because I just made a quick $2 profit. All right, sweet. Rack it in, take a little bit of a profit. Nice. Okay. And remember, there's no commission fee, so you can sell one share at a time and it won't hurt your bottom line, which is really nice. So next day, day five, what do we do now? Okay, really simple. Day five. Well, it went back down again. Oh no, it was... UVXY went up. Now it's back down to seventeen dollars, and oh crap! Well, but that's not a bad thing because what are we doing? We're relying on the put contract to get us the real money at the end of the day because this is a game product, and we're really focusing on getting the money from the put contract. But we also are not naive. We know the S and P 500 is overvalued. We know that we need to protect our ass. We had to protect our bottom line. So what do we do? we do buy uh, I buy back that share so remember yesterday in day four or whatever day it was I had sold the share for $19 a share okay but now it went down to $17 today uh, day five so when I buy back that one share I made a quick little profit nice okay day six this is kind of an ideal situation but let's say it went down to $16 what do we do buy another share all right. Day seven. It was down to $15. We just matched the strike price in that hypothetical put contract. It's now matching it. Nice. You still have to go down a little bit further to break even, but this is a good sign. This is great. But you're still going to want to buy. A, what are you going to do? What, what's that? You're going to buy another share of the UVXY because it went down. Remember, whenever the UVXY goes down and you have those put contracts in place, you are only wanting to buy... One share at a time. The reason we start buying shares is one, we lower our average cost for what we own of the UVXY+. We want to make sure that we're cushioning ourselves for a massive crash because, look, if you don't believe a massive crash is coming, fine. Fine. You know, you don't have to be that pessimistic. But the data doesn't lie. And I'm telling you, I'm not even that pessimistic. I'm very optimistic about this. But that's why I do this. This is why I play both sides because I'm not... It's because I see so many naive traders is the reason that I, I, I took the strategy and made it my own. So many naive traders who hated hedge funds, and I looked into hedge funds and I saw the way they operated, and I thought, well, they do technically play both sides in a different way, but what if I did it in an even different way, you know? It takes luck. to, It really takes luck in the beginning. It's not... You have to be willing to sacrifice money in the beginning, which is strange. I know <laughs> Warren Buffett's first rule is don't lose money. Second rule is read rule number one. But in in a in way, you are risking some money to get a long term end goal. And so far, it's been paying off. Well, I wouldn't say it's been paying off, but it's been working because I am so protected on both ends of the coin. And it's... Uh, it's it's kind of a relief, to be quite frank, because I've known that the market's been pretty heavy and um, it's very frothy right now. <laughs> and we're It's like Michael Burry said, and he's right on this one. We are absolutely dancing on a knife's edge with this market. Things don't look very pretty, and I will admit that right now. Things do not look pretty uh, in the markets, and I'm not going to be the naive guy. I just don't want to be. I want to be the intelligent investor, not the... Not the frustratingly ignorant investor. (laughs) But I do believe, like I said, the market will crash. Um, When it does, I'm prepared. Um, Depending on how hard it crashes, I'm not too sure yet. But like I said, I'm not going to be playing this game naive. I'm going to be playing it uh, intelligently and... but like i said i'm still betting against the uvxy because i do believe the market's going to continue to go up because stocks are an inflation proof almost a near inflation proof asset and because it's an inflation proof asset we have a big advantage in this situation um so what do you do with an inflation proof asset well it's very very simple you uh ooh sorry about that i didn't mean to burp um with an inflation proof asset you got this honed ability uh to to take advantage of any, any gains because there's going to be high earnings potentially, but there is also the possibility of a crash because we might be into an economic depression more than we realize. Um, and I've kind of noticed this economic depression kind of looming its ugly head. And, uh, I think if we ignore it any further, we're, we're really doing our all, we're all, we're do, we're doing all of ourselves a disservice. That's the thing. So, but I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I think I'm going to cut this one short. I might do another one here in a moment. But um, uh, let me just kind of go over a summary real quick. So when you play the UVX while you're playing it day by day, you are playing it day by day. You must. So rule one, play day by day. Rule two, buy put contracts and buy the stock. Don't buy call contracts. That's, so if you want, you can you can buy call contracts. I personally don't recommend it, but I could be wrong. But I'm not really a financial advisor, so do what you want. Um, so there's two ways to play this, right? But I like to play it because I like to be able to trade the stock back and forth. Like it's it's a little harder to do that with a call contract, right? So being able to kind of, I mean, you can kind of, you can buy multiple con- call contracts and multiple put contracts, but I do believe in the long term it's best to rack up on these shares of UVXY because if you keep racking them up and racking them up and racking them up and racking them up and and keep making money on the put contracts blah, 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 those put contracts can cover the UVXY, uh, shares. So in the long run, it's kind of a cool thing, but, um, I, I just see a lot of pain is the, is the thing I notice about the, um, the market. And that's exactly why I play both sides of the coin. That's why I'm glad put contra. I'm glad put options exist, to be quite frank. If it wasn't for put options, I wouldn't be able to implement the strategy the way I'm doing it. Uh, put options have been the, one of the better things, so put options uh, allow me to say, "Hey, the market will do well." And it might, I'm not going to be totally pessimistic, but I'm not going to be totally optimistic either. I don't know, I don't have a crystal ball, I can't predict the future. I can anticipate the future, but sometimes even one's anticipation, even if one's so set on being right, sometimes with things like a market, it's almost like a flip of a coin. You really don't know what's going to happen the next day. You have an idea, but you really don't know. So you can't, so you have to play it as if you don't know. And that's how I play it. The real, I mean, the truth, the the mindset in the way that I play is I play as if I have no idea what's going to happen next. I just don't know. So I'm not going to be arrogant. And I'm also going to protect myself. That's the one thing a lot of these financial gurus don't do, which really annoys me. I don't know if they do this or not, but I don't think they protect themselves from a downfall. They just freak out. And uh, yeah, here's to you Reddit traders, baby. But this one really, though, is this episode really for my girlfriend, um, just to help her out and help her understand that what I do, you have to use a lot of money at the time. I used a lot of money to make the strategy work, and I still keep a decent amount of supply on hand, but it's paid off. It's, it's paid off quite handsomely. Um, but my main goal is to really encourage her to do smart investing. I think what I'm doing is more haphazard. I think what I think what she's doing is brilliant. I think her strategy, even though I do my I do strategy, I taught her, I actually do it on other brokerage accounts. I just love, I love doing, I love playing like a hedge fund on Robinhood. I almost feel like I'm leaving leading an investment double life, right? On one hand, I'm playing like a hedge fund. On the other, I'm playing like a boring Warren Buffett. That's great. And that's why I recommend multiple brokerage accounts so you could play the game in multiple ways. It's very fun. So anyway, I've rambled on and on. <laughs> Thank you guys for taking the time to listen to this e- entire episode and uh, good night and-